Begazeli Benjamin is now joining us on the line. Begazeli, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Whichever way we look at this, this is something that is quite historic. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to the listeners. Yes, uh, this is a very historic moment. We've actually never had a judge uh, face impeachment before, at least since 1994. And even if we stretch it all the way to 1910, it has never happened in the history of South Africa. So it is a historic moment. Uh, it is a bit of a sad moment as well. But yeah, it is, it is filled with, with history. Um, just quickly before we go through um, the process that the MPs are following now, earlier on yesterday there was um, the court application that came from the Judge President of the Western Cape High Court um, to interdict today's sitting. Um, however, though, his bid was unsuccessful. Just take us through that judgment. Yes, so the, the court actually handed down an order. Um, what Judge Shope wanted was to interdict Parliament from going ahead with today's vote. And his argument was that Parliament should wait until the Constitutional Court uh, concludes because he's filed another court application in the Constitutional Court. And today, the High Court handed down its order and said that um, his case didn't meet the requirements of an urgent interdict. One of those requirements is urgency. They said that he knew all the way in December that there was going to be a vote, and he waited only until the last minute to file the court application, and so it was not urgent and it was dismissed. But also the second reason was that he can still get a, 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 a solution or resolution from the constitutional court application if it goes ahead. So if the constitutional court application goes ahead, if today, for instance, parliament um, votes and there's a two-third majority that he be removed, what does that then mean for that particular decision and also the case before the constitutional court? Well, look, it will be a little bit of an unscrambling of an egg, hmm. but what Chakshoka is arguing in the constitutional court is that Parliament um, must exercise its constitutional powers properly. He's asking the Constitutional Court to have oversight over how Parliament is exercising its power. And if the Constitutional Court agrees with him and says um, he, the Parliament didn't exercise its power correctly, then it can reverse today's decision. But the chances of that are very, very slim because Judge Schotte, in, in his argument in the Constitutional Court, it's almost identical to the argument that he raised in the Johannesburg High Court, which was not successful. So I don't think that he will succeed at the Constitutional Court. And then what happens to his gratuity? And I'm asking this question also on the basis of what uh, the public protector, former public protector, Advocate Busisui M. Kwebani has argued yesterday in her statement while battling or fighting with uh, the incumbent on why her gratuity should be paid out. Just quickly want to read from a statement. She says, it is noteworthy to mention, um, uh, where is this now? Okay. Um, it is not. It is noteworthy to. Okay, where it happened to my nose. Okay, it's noteworthy to mention that while the constitution outlines the forfeiture of benefits for the impeachment of the removal of the president from office under specific circumstances, it is silent on any forfeiture of benefits in the removal of judges or heads of states or, or heads of chapter nine institutions. And of course, as we said, this is unprecedented. Yes, so there are different rules that apply to the heads of Chapter 9 institution and to judges. For judges, it is, it is written in the Judges' Remuneration and Conditions of Employment Act what should happen to them when they go on retirement. The first thing, um, the public protector is only appointed for a fixed term of seven years. And after seven years, they must leave. And that's why they qualify for the gratuity, which is up for debate. And then for judges, though, they are appointed for life. 
So even when you are no longer sitting in courts, when you go on retirement, you still earn a full judge's salary um, that you will uh, earn until you, you die. And so the, the system is different in that when you, when you get impeached as a judge, you lose that lifetime salary. Uh, from the date on which the president signed the proclamation, you no longer are entitled to that lifetime salary. You no longer entitled to uh, the benefits, the car allowance, and and the, the value of the entire judge's package is up for judge president is about 2.3 million rand. So you lose all of that, and and that is quite different from the public protector where they don't have that lifetime salary. And so it, it is basically when you compare the two, it's comparing apples with with pears. Okay. Um, finally, uh, the process underway now in Parliament, the two-third majority, what happens after? So, um, from what the parties have said, um, the DA and the ANC have supported the vote, and so between them, they have about 314 votes, and they only needed 267 for the resolution to pass. So, once the resolution passes in the National Assembly, it goes to the President, and the President has no decision-making power. He simply signs the resolution into law, and uh, through a presidential proclamation. And he will set the date from which the judge no longer holds the office of the judge. So from that date onwards, he is no longer going to be called a judge. He's no longer going to get the, the title, status, and benefits of a judge. And can he perform any judicial services that we sometimes see retired judges perform? No, he cannot perform judicial uh, services because he's no longer a judge. He's no longer in in the judiciary or holding any judicial office. So he will no not not be entitled to hold uh, to carry out any judicial functions. Thank you so much for your time. That is Mbegezeli Benjamin, who's a researcher at Judges Matter. So the vote continuing in Parliament, and as you just heard, Mbegezeli indicating that the ANC and the Democratic Alliance both saying that they'll be voting in favour um, of the impeachment, but from listening to um, the various members of Parliament, including ANC MPs now, um, who have to shout whether it is a yay or a nay. Um, some of the ANC members, including um, Supramau Mabilu, saying that, yes, they're voting in favour of the impeachment. So it seems certain that uh, today we will see Judge President John Klope be impeached, becoming the first judge uh, to be impeached. And then, of course, there is uh, the impeachment of retired Judge Nkola Mutata. And I was saying... <laughs> You know, the thing with the Judge, judge President Nkola Mutata is that, remember there used to be that adage, uh, I think it's still there, um, so as a judge, does it still apply?